0: <laughs> back.
1: We go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and returning guest, returning co-host, returning friend, returning. It's Mr. TMNT84. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I am excellent. I am excellent. Now we're we're podcasting right now. I've been in the middle of um just frustrating events at work. And whenever you called me today to do our uh Bro Broly check-in, I was like, yeah, hey, what are you doing today? You're like, I'm off. I was like, let's podcast. So here we are, a month after our farewell, a month and a week after our farewell, and we have found ourselves back together. So I think this worked out pretty good. I was very worried that calling it and then taking some time to chill and then bringing something similar but different back was just going to be like a like a big fart in the wind. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, this, is but it just we needed to change things. I needed to change the time up. And then here we are able to talk and podcast. And it's like, perfect. Like, this is awesome. So
2: I feel like the community won't let this show die.
1: They can't, they can't. Uh, it's like, um, it's like uh, on the justice league version of, uh, of, of justice league <laughs> where Superman's holding Batman. He's like, you won't let me live. You won't let me die. Tell me, do you bleed? I loved. I love that line. That was to me the best part of that version of the movie because I was just like, "Dude, that's sick." He remembered. But yeah, dude, here we are, uh, a month and a week or so after. And what's awesome is this is like, so I took a, a month off of doing nothing. I didn't recorded anything. I just took care of some projects, some things I was doing, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do solo shows, bring in some guests from different time zones." That didn't work out for the previous season of the show. Makes, it I'm makes call
2: sense. It. I mean.
1: And then um, and then so now Thomas and I have figured it out. Actually, it was I just recorded an episode of the Hunter Houston ESG podcast with him. And then the Channel 3 guys worked me in. So this past Sunday night I recorded on there. Now, I'm in the can with those shows because they had other ones lined up. So I'm not sure where I fall in it.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know. Well, he's been, I mean, Thomas, I recorded Thomas now, too, so it's crazy. Like, his schedule is crazy, so, like, we try to fit our show in whenever we can. Uh, Shout out to the Wrestling Tornado. Good show. There you go.
1: I I think it's awesome that y'all are doing that, too. And so I feel like, even though technically Loot Bros season, what was that, two or three? (laughs) I don't know. The, The previous season, Loot Bros, like, even though, like, we... Split and win our different ways. It's awesome because Will was on the cusp of launching his show, so now we have the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. No, PlayStation ain't dead. He was on the that show's show.
2: great. I mean, they just it's had red, it. It's just fun. had Reggie on. Just had like,
1: Reggie. I just finished that episode. It's oh, radical Reggie man. Like yeah, oh. and. And so, um, so that was, so it's cool. So I didn't lose Will in the, in the, in everything. I still got a, I got a Will show. And then, you know, Thomas, when he first guested on our show, then he decided he was going to launch his and it's just gotten better and better and better. Now you guys are doing the wrestling show, which you've been talking about doing a wrestling show for freaking ever. You just need a consistent person to do it with. It was hard to do it with Zach. You need an insane person to do it with. You need a My crazy person man. like Thomas. <laughs> never know what's going to come out of that guy's mouth. You never know. So that's it's perfect. So it's awesome. So it worked out great, you know. And uh, Matt's on trophy horse. So Kali's the only one that needs to, she's the only infinity stone left that needs to get, you know, get plugged in. We, we, we've been talking about DriftCast
2: stuff for the last few weeks. Uh, we've been, you know, throwing out some ideas. We might bring back the show in like a different iteration or do something different with it. It's been tough. It's been tough to get us all together in a room to do a show. And there's been a lot to talk about with Nintendo, so it's kind of like yeah. crazy that we haven't done a show and people are like, well, where's the show at? Where's the show at? And I'm like,
1: we got, got something Switch planned. we coming, man. Now is the time to do a Nintendo podcast. It's coming very soon.
2: I, I'm if thinking, they- Mar- I'm pumping March. I don't want it to be next fall. I want it to be like March, yeah. summer.
1: Yeah. Well, if they if, if Nintendo would get off their, their freaking butts and put a trophy achievement system in, I would be like, all right, you're handheld, you got a trophy achievement system built in, your boy's here. Let's I mean, go. I feel
2: like the portable is going to solve that issue for you, though. Well, now we'll see. Now you can, get, now we'll you can get trophies wherever you
1: go. Where, wherever. I mean, as, as, as long, long as you're to...
2: connected to your internet.
1: Yep. Which, <laughs> by everywhere I go, I mean the can and the bed. Those are the two places I'm going to play my PlayStation portal.
2: I mean, that's further than you can play your Wii U, right?
1: That is true. Like three I'm, I'm, feet I'm,
2: away from your Wii U
1: or it disconnects. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So, hey, here we are, Loot Bros Podcast. We are back in the saddle. We're going to talk about some video games. So originally what I was going to do is I was going to do a solo segment and then plug in an interview for the this week's official topic. That's kind of the, the way I'm going to do things when I have people lined up. Now, this week's person had, some, had some, something come up, so it didn't work. So then you jump right in. So we can just do the show as per usual. So, uh, you know, normally in Loot Bros Podcast, we start with a toast. You don't have to grab anything. I got it. You're good. You're good. So we don't have any Patreon producers because I still have the Patreon paused. So this one's just a shout out to you, Joe. Shout out to the listeners.
2: God, all shout these out rain. to Corey for trying to, uh, trying to gain the system for me.
1: Oh, uh, really? What's he doing?
2: Well, no, he called you and tried to get you. Tried to get me. He tried to donate for me to play Baldur's Gate. He was telling me oh, that he tried, yeah, he tried yeah, to he tried he call you and that. get that working. And I was like, I was like, bro, don't try that shit. I did. I did, I played all my. I played all my games, but never did the episodes. and um, I told him.
1: How's honestly, I told him I was like,
2: honestly, I think that's something you and I will we need, schedule. We well, and we'll get, get them done. We'll get them done.
1: That's all we need is just a, an hour, really. To, yeah, to and I could do all out, so. I could do
2: all four of them in one shot. But
1: so, um, And who knows? We may do that soon. But yeah, then that's why I told him. I was like, how are you going to sit there and come at the man now? I was like, we're not even doing that right now. Uh, and I said, and if I launch it again, which I will, I'll turn the Patreon back on. Technically, it's scheduled to turn back on in four days. I might kick it out another month. But I'm going to just change the tiers up a little bit because I'm going to do extra content, but it's not going to be the same way it was. Um, and then I'll leave the... The pledged here on because you know even right there the very end is that when I turned it off I had people trying to pledge me to play Starfield so ha (laughs) what's funny is I actually got pledged to play Starfield dodge
2: that bullet dodge that bullet
1: when I turned the Patreon off they didn't their payment didn't go through so I dodged that bullet for now (laughs) I was going to kill my
2: speaking of that did you see did you see those Game of the Year announcements
1: bro that's I mean it's a were you shocked were you shocked what did get nominated because I was. I I wasn't shocked. I expect I actually expect them to do more than six because I did so not much.
2: expect Resident Evil to get dominated. I'm gonna tell oh, you that, especially I, over so Starfield. Like I thought Starfield would squeak in because there needed to be six games. But the the fact that they put Resident Evil Four remake in there, I was like, wow, it's like good, that's though. a dirty dig to Starfield though. A brand new game that is is. I mean, it's it's got some jank in the tank, but I feel like it it was good enough to at least get a nomination. You got you got
1: what is the metacritic on it? Cause, I think it's in like the 70s, right? Yeah, I was say, I felt like it kept going down. Well that's because people were review over.
2: bombing the shit out of it. And I feel bad for Microsoft in that sense, but
1: I don't because uh they don't make good games. So Okay, so right now Starfield and Xbox Series X has an 83. Okay. So let's look up Resident 40 make. Probably in an 89, 90 maybe. Uh so a 93. Jeez. It's a 10 point it's 10 points higher. So, well, I mean, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? This year, you either had to be great or you had to be effing amazing. Did, <laughs> you, did, you,
2: did you see that it got nominated for best RPG, but against Baldur's Gate 3?
1: Yeah. Like, what are you yeah, going to do? Ain't
2: winning that shit either.
1: What are you going to do? And what's cool is there's two different Resident Evil games nominated in the Game of the I Year Awards. Because that. we got the Resident Evil 8 Village VR stuff. So, dude... Uh, as again, I've been saying this for a while now, man. Survival horror fans, we're eating good. Like, it is a good time to be a survival horror fan. It's a good time to be a Resident Evil fan. So, and then, like, right here, I have if you're seeing the video version that may or may not ever release, I've got mm-hmm. Dead Space Remake beside me. I haven't even put this thing in yet.
2: You got to play that thing. I, I haven't I, I have I not played it. I started playing uh, Galisto Protocol. I like that game. It's, funny. I mean, it, it's okay. So, it's a beautiful game it is it's fun to play mm-hmm. but i have to agree with matt like you just walk down hallways and just throwing achievements at and trophies and achievements at you for like doing nothing like absolutely nothing you're like oh you hit a guy for the first time cool i i mean I'm i all, love I'm trophies just like the next guy does <laughs> but i'm like did i really do anything to earn this i, I kind of see his argument there but i, I, I want to play that. i want to play more i want to play more Uh what else have you been playing or do you want me to go first
1: well, um, it, you know what? Go ahead. Just tell me what you've been playing. We'll jump uh, into that because I've got some fun stuff I want to share.
2: So, I mean, I've mostly been doing like this Wheel of Destiny thing where like I have a wheel on my phone and I kind of spin it every time I beat a game on the wheel and then another game comes up. So I'm actually playing Days Gone right now. Nice. I'm actually liking it a lot. Uh, I put this game on the back burner for a while. Uh, the hordes are kind of really, really difficult to kill if you don't know what you're doing. And if you don't have enough ammo, or you don't have enough resources, or you don't have med kits, and you die, like, the game is really challenging, and I'm really liking it. And I'm not ashamed to say that I'm playing this on easy, because it's just ridiculously hard on normal.
1: I'm playing like, everything it, on easy anymore. It,
2: I think so, too. I, I, you know what? It, it's so funny. Like, people make fun of me playing things on easy, and I just don't care. My backlog's I, so big at this point, I will never beat these
1: games if I don't put them on easy. Just it, I, it's kind of like um, when you're driving a, when you're driving a manual transmission. Like mm-hmm. we're going up a hill, right? It this hill is an automatic backlog. And if we don't drop it down a gear, we're not gonna make it up the hill. We're gonna lose momentum and we're gonna stall out. And that's me and my backlog. I had to throw it down a gear. I had to throw it in easy so I can start powering through these games to make it up this hill that is my backlog. Because especially since I started my YouTube channel where I am buying so many games, like I I'm like the way I do everything is like I buy a a handful of games and it's like, Mm -hmm. I got to pay for this lot. And then I might pull one or two or three or whatever out. So stacks and stacks are going back out the door, but I might get four games and a lot, you know, and most people don't buy four games a month. I'm getting four games, five games, 10 games a week sometimes.
2: I mean, it's smart though. I mean, the way you're doing it is smart. You're getting things, you're getting everything essentially
1: free in my, in my collection
2: yeah because you think of it this way you're turning a profit and then that profit you're spending back into what you're doing so mm-hmm. and when you flip a game for three times of what you paid for it
1: it's yep, funding
2: yep. all the rest of your games so I mean, it it's makes
1: it's, it's got to Especially it's in today's... Smart.
2: It's a smart thing to do.
1: Especially in today's climate where, like, you know, I'm in the mortgage business, man. I, I, I can't be out buying games. I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat tomorrow. So. Listen, you're in
2: the mortgage business of flipping games now. That's what you, you should, like, make your own friggin' like, mortgage like game flipper uh, car and be like, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> I don't actually sell houses. I flip games.
1: If you are listening to this podcast and you are a freaking nerd, you're a real estate agent that plays video games or you're a mortgage uh, guy that plays games hit me up, man. I'm trying to find the nerds. Dude, I did an open house this past weekend, and the agent that I did the open house with, on her bio, she lists herself as a nerd. I'm like, okay, okay. What's up? And that, well, So we're sitting in the open house. I was like, what kind of nerd are you? And oh, she's snap. Like, you like laid the question down. Nice. I did. I did. And she's I like, am- oh, I'm an IT nerd. I've been doing IT for 20 years. I'm like, that's not a nerd. That's not a, a nerd. You're just a nerd for poser. math. You freaking poser. <laughs> poser. Poser, bro. Poser. You're not a real nerd. I wanted to go like Carl Anderson. I was nerd. Luke Gallo's that nerd, that whole bit, that whole stick they did that when they were just calling people nerds. They calling people nerds.
2: Like, was he gay? like, nerds.
1: That was the best, dude. That was so funny because I've been calling my kids nerds since they were born. You know, that's just been a thing in our house. That's literally like
2: all they've done in WWE was that. And that whole thing where they had to like shave their backs, and then they like... Oh no, 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 that was that was that was the revival. Never mind, that was same FTR. Thing. I mean, basically the same tag team, same great thing. tag team, no gimmick, yeah. and no, WWE yeah, doesn't just... doesn't know what to do with people that don't have gimmicks.
1: Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So but uh, yeah, yeah, so so,
2: day, so days gone is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, open world, you know. Freakers running around everywhere, trying to kill you.
0: Freakers.
2: I like I like the mechanic of like clearing out the nests, like you know making the Molotov cocktails. Yeah. You throw them at the nests and burn them down. It's pretty cool. And then when like you like get rid of a horde in one area, then they're gone. You don't have to worry about them in that area, yeah. which is really cool because it makes the game easier as you go. So actually, it actually, like kind of like puts you know that thought in your mind. Like okay, so I need to clear out these nests. If I don't, then my game's gonna be way harder later because it just gets harder and harder and harder. Especially when you get like the, the bigger guys in the game that like oh, yeah. do massive amounts of damage, like and the those bruisers and crew, all that shit. Man. Oh my God, that game is so hard. Uh, fun though. I'm about, I would say I'm about 75% of the way through it. I'm like 38 hours into it. So I'm, I'm, I'm blasting through it. It's fun. It's good fun. I play about a few hours of it a day and call it quits. Uh, other than that, I've been trying to finish up the story mode Mortal Kombat 1. It's fantastic. They do a lot of really cool things with the characters. I won't spoil it for anybody, but you should definitely check it out. If you love Mortal Kombat, and you love the lore of those games. Other than that, uh, I'm always playing Fire Emblem Warriors on my Switch. like Always, like probably probably an hour a day for the last, I would say, year. So I've been doing that. Other than that, not not much else. I mean, we played Fire Team Elite with Corey this week. So shout out there to Corey. Go. I mean, he's back at work already again. So he's gone for the next five days. So I actually, oh. just, I actually just beat two levels without him
1: oh dang Corey! so hopefully when he gets back for his next wave of days off i can Mm -hmm. get him on the show because the time zones will work out better for him
2: yeah yeah because he's three hours ahead of us so
1: yeah so and that's the beauty of me recording early in the day now is that actually
2: it'll be harder for you
1: so is he behind me
2: no, he's ahead. he's behind. Yeah, he's he's behind. So He's behind. Us. Yeah, sorry. So it's a 3-hour time difference cuz they're in the West Coast. So right. think of so it right now it's like 9:50 in, in the morning for them.
1: Which still is doable as long as he's off work. I mean, he's got to get his ass up. That's the biggest problem. Corey, if you're listening, get up. Get your ass up. So, yeah. Either way, that's kind of my idea with the show moving forward now is being able to grab people in different time zones that made it really difficult to schedule recordings and interviews and even a lot of the devs and stuff. And one, one thing I found with a lot of devs is trying to catch them at Thursday night at nine o'clock was a, just didn't work out as often. Yeah. We had quite a run there. We were getting devs and stuff on and it was like, you know what? During the day I can, I can block out 30 minutes to an hour for a meeting. I mean, that's what I do all day long anyways is freaking talk to people. So hopefully we'll be able to make it work in the future. If not, you guys are going to hear me ramble about all the bull crap I've been playing and, uh, with that being said, I know I've talked a lot. Now, I've guessed it on a handful of podcasts. Now, most people that are listening to this right now, they haven't heard all those podcasts yet. So you're going to hear me repeat myself a few times. So I'm going to try to stay off of that just a little bit. Uh, but I've been playing uh, some... It's uh, The Bureau, uh, Declass- Ex- XCOM Declassified. Do you ever play that game, Joe? Is that the one that's... Is that the XCOM game for PS4? It's the oh, PS3 one. So it's a shooter. It's like a third-person
2: shooter. Oh, that's a third-person shooter one. Uh, yeah. I have played that, yes. That's actually a really good game. It's underrated. It's really
1: good. It's really good. I put it in not knowing that it was going to be as great as it is, and I'm super, super enjoying it. So I've talked about that a lot on the guest appearances I've done, so I'm not going to talk about it you know, too much here. But I've been playing that one. I beat uh, the PS4 remaster of Prototype.
2: That game so, is fantastic.
1: So it's really, really good.
2: You gonna play the and second one because I like the second, second one better.
1: The second one's better, yeah. And that was the thing is I played the second one first, so I mean I've already beaten these games before, but the remasters I hadn't beaten, so I went and beat the second one just because I really wanted to play it again. And I I got it primed all the way to the platinum. I mean the very last trophy of the game.
2: Nice. The first one's like ridiculous. It's platinum. ridiculously hard. Ridiculous. And even playing
1: the game on easy, the and, game yeah, is yeah it's hard like oh uh,
2: don't die once is one of the trophies. And like yeah. I'm and the only way to really get it, like honestly, logist- l- legitimately, is like literally just back out to l- to lo- the lobby every time you die. Yeah. Like, before it saves, you just go, mm, nope, turn my nope. game off.
1: Oh, also, you can't eat, you can't consume
2: a survivor. Uh, some, yeah, yeah, uh, like, yeah. Less
1: than three of them or something like that. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how I want to play. I, I just don't. I don't want to do that. So, um, but playing the second one, and I beat the PS4 version, primed it all the way to the platinum. Beat the PS3 version, primed it all the way to the platinum. I'm just going to sit on those until next year. And then so I went back and I was like, man, I'm really in the flow of this. This is the closest thing to a venom or carnage game that we've had. And up till Spider-Man two, really. Cause Spider-Man that game two, this is awesome. awesome. It was really good. It's really good. So, um, I'm playing through that right there and i beat prototype one. I only got 14 trophies out of the, out of the, the game. And I think I'm done. I, I don't know that I want to play that one anymore. I don't enjoy that one near as much as the others. Uh, so once I finished it, I was I need a bit of a palate cleanser. So my son and I got up real early the other morning, and we decided to watch the um, American Nightmare Cody Rhodes documentary. That's good. That was really good. It was really good. So uh, I, put, I turned it on, and we I turned on on you know uh, DC League of Super Pets. Just that movie's good side. too. I'm talking about the game, not the movie. Oh, uh, you? Did you see a movie though? Yeah, the movie was good. The movie Movie's was
2: fantastic for yeah. for a, a kids movie. I was like, oh, yeah. this is a pretty sweet DC
1: kids movie. Not gonna Heck lie. yeah, man! So so I put on Super Pets. It's just something to do, kind of in the background because the game is super simple. It's simply it's it's essentially like a space shooter. You know, yep. <laughs> I, with, I
2: beat it. I beat yep. it. I, I didn't get the platinum. I have like one trophy left, and I said, screw it, because like
1: that the one trophy, trophy is have... that one trophy. I bet you is the hardest one, which was like beating a level without destroying a, a leg spot.
0: Yep, yep, yep,
1: yep. yep. Yeah, okay, so the way you do that, a little trivia tip here, is you you once you fully power up, you get the uh, speed force ability. So you okay? speed pass everything? Well, yes and no. So you play through the level, and there's a certain point where it makes you turn on, because it's a tutorial level, it makes you turn on your abilities, and the other two abilities will force you to kill stuff. Mm-hmm. With the speed force... You can there's like a look when that section comes up, there's five bots. Two on the left, two on the right, one in the center. You can go to the top and turn on your your um your special. You'll shoot and you you have to use uh crypto, not ace, because he does the uh the freeze beam or whatever. Okay. And that freeze beam, beam doesn't allow, kill anybody. Right. That freeze beam will allow you to kind of miss that middle section. And then when you have to turn on your speed force, you can use that to dodge the next wave. It took a few tries. This but absolutely that is definitely, ridiculous
2: to get a platinum trophy. Like, what little kid is going to be like? No, oh no, no. man, I know how to do that.
1: Nope. all that—that's why I said it's got a seventy percent, seventy-five percent platinum ratio. But like, it's all adults like me who are doing something else and playing that game. But overall, not a terrible game, not a great game by any stretch of the imagination. But it was I was—it was a
2: fun little, it was fun little palate cleanser. I like to, yeah. I like to play games like that as palate cleansers. I leave all those like super kids games that we've been getting for free as palate yep. cleansers, or I play it with my daughter at night. Like we're playing through. We bought this. um, We bought this LOL game, and all you Mm -hmm. do is you basically like put like orders together and create LOL doll pods, and then you give them to the LOL dolls in the community. Basically, it's weird. (laughs) So it's weird little game, but it's basic. It's basically basically just like making recipes and giving them to people, kind of like like Diner Dash and stuff like that. So it's similar to that. And my daughter loves playing it. She loves being the person to like bring the pods to the people and give them to them. I do all the, like the heavy lifting, and she just brings them and hands them in. There you go. And we've been doing that like every night, and we're almost done with the I think the PS4
1: version, and then we have the PS5 one to play. Heck so. yeah, dude, that's dope. That's freaking dope. Well, yeah, man. So that that's what I did. I just um, I'll say games like this for when I'm doing something else, but I don't need to listen to the game. I don't listen to a lot
2: of games anymore. I'm gonna be quite honest. Like I I, I listen to podcasts like all fucking day to the point where <laughs> my wife fucking hates them to death. Yep. To death. She's like. Are you listening to another podcast in the house? Like, can you turn that off, please? Like, please, like, <laughs> like I have to listen to you record them. Now yep. I gotta listen to you listen to them. No, please, please turn that off.
1: That's so funny. That's so funny. Yep. but no, no, dude, I I do the same. And but I, I really like to listen to my games if it's possible.
2: I, so, I think there's a lot of games where like it's like it's mindless. So like if I'm playing Mortal Kombat and I'm just grinding like levels for like invasion mode, I'm not I'm not listening to the game. I'm literally just listening to whatever else, and the game's on mute.
1: Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, I I have found several games that are good for just you know listening to something else or whatever, and like my wife's been marathoning Love Island. So, um, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll put my headphones on, and I'll have a podcast going while I'm playing a game like this and um but she she needs me to also have an ear out to, to keep up with stuff so that when she's like wait a second what just happened i'm like oh, babe god dog this show sucks and i'm over here i'm actually know what's going on and you don't it's crazy um but yeah so i uh, knocked out i got the platinum which is platinum number 413 for me um dc league of super pets uh so again use it as a palate cleanser and you know as something to kind of have on in the background while knocking out uh or watching that documentary or whatever uh next up with my son and i've been uh, chipping away at aew fight forever i have 30 out of 39 trophies for it so far
2: how how's the list in that i heard it's very like diverse honestly i heard it makes you play all the modes and do all the things to get the trophies so it's it's actually fun because it makes you kind of like experience the game kind of like what wwe does with their trophy list they're very like Good at or two K is very good at making sure like you you dabble in all the modes to get all the trophies.
1: Yep. So and that's that's what it is. I will say the frustrating part are the the campaign trophies because you have to beat the campaign so many times.
2: I heard it's boring Um, as hell too.
1: It is. Yeah, it's super boring. Like once you play through it once, it's like whatever, you know. But you got to do it ten times. Oh my god! Not only do you got to do it ten times, terrible. but well, the worst part is this: the mini games. So the mini games are really over the top and stupid, and so fun. Some of
2: one like like you you like hit hit the guy as a baseball bat and they like yes. why?
1: There's, <laughs> yeah. But there's like six or eight of those different style mini games. Like some of them are breaking boxes against the uh, against you know, the young bucks and and different stuff. You know, but the problem is they're freaking hard as nuts, and even on easy. They're hard, and one of the trophies is you got to get an A plus in Road to Elite mode. And by doing that, you got to get all, you got to win all the mini games. I haven't won a single mini game yet. Outside, I mean, in the Road to Elite, I can win them if I just play them by themselves. What's the platinum so,
2: rating in that game? Like, how high is it?
1: At twenty percent, you know, it's
2: pretty high so, actually.
1: I mean, that's the PS four version. I don't know what the PS five version is,
2: but probably it's got to be higher. It's got to be way higher.
1: Yeah, maybe. So, um, I don't know. There's tips out there for getting an A+, but, like, right now, I'm just working on, you know, I, I beat the Road to Elite a few times. I got to beat it um, 10 times total. You got to get A-plus in the Road to Elite. You got to earn all the T-shirts. I, I haven't even begun to figure out what that all that's about. Um, and then you got to perform 30 or more successful intense trainings during a single playthrough of the Road to Elite, which, like, in between each match, you have, like, four – little side objectives you can do some of them are doing dark matches so you can just play the, you know you can wrestle more some of them are like sightseeing in different towns uh going what to heck? eat and, yeah it's kind of goofy but it, it kind of like it, it's a way to like shoehorn dialogue in between you and other characters whatever um it's just it's just whatever it's filler content personally i think i don't think it's very good all that middle stuff the game itself is fun enough it's different enough from the WWE games to stand out but it's not This is like the bones of a potentially good game, but it's not a good game yet.
2: That's that's what I've heard. I've heard it's a really good like stepping stone to kind of what they should be doing in the future, but it's not necessarily like where they should be now. Like, especially with how good 2K was this year. Like it's it's a shame that they're that far behind because Yeah.
1: So I haven't picked up 2K yet. I'm all that's gonna be one of the Christmas Black Friday pickups, you know. I think it's gonna be um, like fifteen, twenty bucks at places for Black Friday. Yeah, so that, that's the that's the goal. But so with, with, with AEW, the thing is is like it's almost there, you know, like combat wise and like the simplicity of of the you know, the grapple system and the and the striking and everything is cool. But, like, there's just certain characters that, like, they almost break the game. Like, Wardlow, it's like you can't do much to him. King Omega, you just can't do much to him. It's like they just pop back. They don't, they don't, they no-sell your strikes. I, it's like my it son. It's like real just, life? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and the good and bad thing about this game is essentially a signature finisher combo kills. It just, just, you're done.
2: I feel like so, that's how it should be in wrestling games though so I kind of appreciate that about the game. I agree.
1: Game. I agree. And so and, and so it's kind of one of those things but it's great when it's working for you it sucks when it happens to you. Um but like it's just I don't know it's missing like it reminds me of some of the older wrestling games where it's like oh man I want to be able to fully customize the match and it's like here's the exploding barbed wire match but it's only one on one. If I could do four player exploding bar- barbed wire matches holy cow that would be amazing if i could do you know four player tornado tag you know tlc matches that'd be awesome it's just it's kind of like a lot of match types have a set amount of characters that are allowed to be on screen at one time and it just reminds you of those old thq wrestling games where it's just like it's almost have you played
2: the online yet the online mode the stampede
1: no I haven't I played that no or the battle it. royale I heard, mode.
2: I heard there's no reason to play it because there's no trophies attached
1: to it. No, yeah, exactly. That's why I haven't done it yet. I mean, I'm I'm not going to get online if I don't have to. And 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 there's also like they they have a, a free battle royale mode now that looks goofy and awesome, but there's they they didn't release any trophies for it. There's no DLC trophies for it. So it's like, well, I don't want to play that. You know? Yeah, I'm that's the
2: stadium s- stampede, right? Where you have. I guess to, uh,
1: I guess that's what's where called. it's
2: like. Yeah, it's like a hundred people like in the in the, in the stadium or whatever, and you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, cool idea and everything. I just don't want to do it. So, um, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it one day and it'll be awesome. But I started to load into it and then I looked down at my watch. And I was like, ah, I only got an hour. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, let me, let me just work on some exhibition matches because you got to do a hundred exhibition matches as a trophy as well.
2: That's not so. too hard because you can probably dumb that down to where like you do you, can you like, m- like rig it so like you start with like more finishers or,
1: no, and, but you can like just that. play against a. You can play against a, a second controller and do it. that oh, way. Oh, just
2: pay, and just pin them basically. Like yeah, just but play like Wardlow and just drop them on their head. Correct, and
1: them? correct. But I don't want to do that because I'm enjoying the game, so I'm just playing through it naturally. And that's something that Paxton and I do. I bought it for Noah. He played it a few times with us and was like, "Eh, I like the other. I like the WWE games better." And so he didn't love AEW. So Paxton and I have just been chipping away at it.
2: Now, what does Noah like more about the WWE games versus like
1: the AW games? Um customization. That and you can like you can kind of force kick out of stuff. It feels like you have like your momentum can't be thwarted so easily. So Yeah,
2: I think it's more naturalistic, like a real match goes. Kind right, of you but, can you can always you always have a chance to kick out of anything, basically, as long as yep. you're good enough at the game. Still, yep. There's a lot of skill involved in being good at 2K.
1: Yep. So he likes that better. So that's what I'm going to get him for Christmas is 2K. So that's kind of, that's kind of part of it because like I'm so for Paxton I did he got the Spider Man PS5 like the mm-hmm. the black one and so and then Noah I bought him the um,
2: oh so the, Paxton finally has his own PS5.
1: Well he he can't have it till Christmas but yeah we, we I bought him the Spider Man PS5. That's awesome. Yeah. So I bought him that and then uh, I bought Noah the controller the Spider Man controller.
2: For Christmas or just give for them? Christmas?
1: Yeah, no, no, they can't. Oh, mine's even, yeah.
2: still in the box. Like I never opened mine. Same. Like I just didn't open it. It's just sitting right over there, off, yep. off screen. Well, and the,
1: my, reason, uh, the reason the uh, reason I
2: didn't uh, open it is because I'm like, I don't know if I want to open it. <laughs> like it, it looks well, beautiful it, in the box. Cool. The box is really cool that it came yep. in, and I kind of just don't want to open it. And my wife's like, "You spent ninety dollars on a controller, and you don't want to use it." Yep. I'm like, okay, so there's controllers on sale, for fifty dollars. I can go buy a new one right now. I'll just use that yep. one
1: it's got texture on it too where the symbiote i know yeah i honestly
2: i honestly almost went to best buy because they had 50 dollars controllers this week and i almost bought that at uh that cosmic red one because it's an actual red controller unlike the one they tried to sell me which is berry fucking colored this piece of trash that is berry it's not red
1: so we had that but it got drifts in it so bad we sold it we i bought that one and the black one uh, they both got drift in them so bad I sold them on eBay for parts
2: That's crazy how PS5 controllers Be getting drift Now do you think PS5 and uh, everyone's going to start Using those non-drift sticks
1: I mean We'll see It'd be nice because
2: so. uh, I, I I, showed you the picture of the thing I got for my Switch right? Well I didn't get it yet, it's in the mail Mm-mm. So I bought this thing called Nitro Deck And basically the Switch goes into the deck And it looks like a Steam Deck Or it looks like a Steam Deck Oh. And it's got removable um Joy-Con basically. Like a oh, um, removable uh sticks. Drumsticks. Yep. So and they're the non-drifting ones. So, yeah. Well,
1: let's hope so. So, I was reading reviews on the PlayStation Portal, which we'll get to here in a minute, and they still have the driftable sticks. Now, supposedly, Damn. the second wave of controllers don't get drift, but the first wave of controllers, and there's a way to tell on the back what the serial number is, but I can't remember now. Um, but oppo- supposedly, if it, after 400 hours, you're inevitable to get Drift. Wait, what? So, yeah, that first wave of PS5 controllers, like, because every one of them we had, we had four controllers with Drift. And so. It's so interesting because
2: I haven't got Drift on any of mine yet, and I've played well more than 400
1: hours with these dude, controllers. Dude, it was crazy. We had four of them at one time with Drift. I've sold four controllers now um, and replaced them. Like, I've got one now with a slight amount of drift. Like, if I was smart, I would just learn how to fix them. I I mean,
2: and
0: you have the know how. It's not like you don't. Yeah.
1: So we'll see. But I don't know. But uh, either way. So, all that being said, you know, we've been playing uh, some AEW. We've been playing uh, the Super Pets. And then we played. The, dude, that did this game called Gungrave Gore. Have you played games that game? game's amazing. Freaking amazing.
2: So I beat like, I think I beat like 75% of it already. And I got, there's this one level, like when you get far enough, they just, it's, it's ridiculously difficult. Like, ridiculous. No matter how like powerful you are, or what level you are, it's like, I'm like, this is ridiculous. But it it's definitely plays in the vein of like Devil May Cry, like five or any of those Devil May Cry games where like, it benefits you to play on lower difficulties first because you can level up all your shit and then go back on the harder difficulties and then it's like kind of like all right this is actually enjoyable now whereas like mm. if you just try to do it from the jump it's just miserable
1: man i'm telling you it's like i'm 22 23 levels into it it's so good Dude, it's so fun. It's dumb fun too, because it's like it's
2: like don't Make cry. It's just dumb fun. It's just hacking stuff up yep. and blowing things up. And the cool, my my favorite power up is the one where you like get the giant bullet and like you kick it at the enemies and it yeah. just blows yeah. them up. And I'm like, yeah. this is so cool.
1: Yep, that's 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 my thing. And dude, like it's so crazy because it's like it's almost like got a rhythm timing to it because you shoot four bullets. So it's like da 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 da. So if you if you just sit there and hammer your trigger. You kind of file, find yourself off rhythm, but if you just like da 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 and you time your trigger pulls to match that, you can keep those combos going like crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean the game is the game is really cool. Um, the, the, uh, the developers did a really good job with it, and then the PS5 port is just fantastic, fantastic.
1: Yeah, I have. I think I am playing the PS5 version.
2: So I'm playing both, it's I good. Got, I I just what I did for a while is I just played the first level over and over and over. Yeah, you know, I'm playing the PS4 version.
1: That's, that's awesome. And over,
2: and over and over and over and over and over. And I got so much money that I just bought like almost like half the skills of the game before I even moved on. Because that's how I played all my cry games. I just I just beat the crap out of like the earlier levels over and over again, collect all the collectibles I can find in them. And then I move on to the game as I go. And I find it more enjoyable that way. Speaking of which, I'm gonna yeah, go back in Platinum Devil May Cry Five. I really do.
1: Oh, that's gonna be a hard one.
2: Oh, uh, I mean, it's it's meant to be hard, but I feel like as you as you go through the difficulties, you get more stuff to help you on the next difficulties, and you unlock different like like when you unlock uh like Super Dante and like Super um and like the Super characters. Okay, so like I was saying <laughs> before I knocked my mic,
1: dude, before I destroyed everything, fucking hey man. Old habits don't
2: die hard. Um, <laughs> so, actually, sound better now than I did before. Actually, which is crazy. Um, maybe I knocked it. Better. I don't know.
1: Not yeah, or
2: it's, it's better. It's better. Uh, yeah. Don't make cry five is definitely a game I want to go back in platinum. And like I said, as you as you like unlock things in that game, it makes the game more enjoyable on harder difficulties because you get things that can help you. But Gungrave Gore is just it's good it's fun. fun. It's,
1: it's stupid good. fun. So definitely, I, I, I've actually been on a nice little roll beating games. Like I, I had.
2: Well, good, because I only have like, I think when I checked, the goal was beat 100 like every year. But I think I'm only in like the 50s. And that's pretty sad because like last year, I beat like 83 or 70 something. So yeah, yeah. I'm you know, way that's far actually- off the mark this year. But I think it's because like when when you're doing the Wheel of Destiny and the games average 40 to 50 hours on that wheel, yeah. I'm kind of screwed like and yep. you know what's coming up on the wheel? Persona Five. That's out. No, it's not. And, and Dead Redemption Two. And what? um,
1: and dude, Death I want to ran- play that game.
2: And Death Stranding. We said oh, we were going to do a podcast on that game, and then we just like, yeah, we're just not going to play that game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Too much work. So yeah, so that's actually a really good segue into like backlog beatdown updates because like in the past couple shows. I haven't ran into those yet. And so I'm looking through the backlog beatdown stats. Now I'm not going to go through every one of them because the bottom half just has not changed. Right. But Redbeard Riggs had 149 points. This Joker has launched himself. You are talking about an entrepreneur, right? He has launched himself a business where he platinums Skyrim and completes all the DLC for people on their profiles for him now.
2: Are you see That's and really a cons- thing
1: it has consistent work yes yes shout out to rick He's the what man. yes so so this dude goes freaking wind oh my god
2: can he please change his business name to skyrim job
1: bro hey rick if you hear this
2: rick your <laughs> company needs to be called skyrim job <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah. but yeah homeboy is making money with platinum and skyrim for people now right so and he's not he can knock it out in 18 days so it's down to like a science for him so that's just filthy
2: and I, that's a game on the wheel by the way rick yeah. so i'm not gonna call you because i want to beat it myself because i had i own it on like a million different platforms that's
1: another one man that's i have one.
2: never beat it Because every time I'm like, oh, got to read all these books on dragons. Every time I find one, got to pick it up and read it. It's (laughs) like 20 minutes of reading.
1: Uh, That's awesome. So myself, Rick, and Gareth are talking about doing a RPG together. Because after the GTTSC, you just kind of like get, you face a little burnout. Mm -hmm. And so... We kept talking about starting an RPG together. Well, we didn't. Well, he goes in and does Skyrim. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to do Skyrim for everybody in the freaking world now. So it's like people are like, yeah, you, you do Skyrim on my profile. I'll pay you. And he's legit making good money on it. So shout out to him. I'm styling on your bro, 136JT108. He is slowly but surely creeping higher and higher up the backlog beatdown. We have a tie with uh, Diego And Gareth for eighty six points apiece. Diego has been like a madman, just platinuming PS three titles. Call of Duty after Call of Duty after Call of Duty. So Alex is uh, next up with seventy seven points. I've got seventy one points. Yield with sixty five. MZ with fifty. We have Satic with forty nine. And from what I understand, Satic hasn't made a lot of movement in quite a while. Sack's been
2: interesting. I I don't know if he's posting his stuff anymore. He's just not, or he's got to be playing stuff because like who doesn't play games? But it's interesting because I haven't seen him like post anything in a while. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I hadn't got any emails from him in a while either. So if you're listening, let us know that you're okay. Let us know. So um yeah, that's been that's been pretty cool. And so trying casually games forty six. And I mean everyone else has kind of pretty much stayed the same. So I'm not gonna go any farther down. But I'm jumping to our leaderboards real fast. And uh first place, I'm in first place, finally. That's been so long with 65 trophies. My last trophy was pollution and gungrave gore. Hey, uh, hey. second place, streaky Mick playing some metal gear, solid two sons of Liberty. I can't wait to jump into those games. I you, have you picked them up yet? I will. I don't know, man. I
2: want to get them, but I also don't want to, I don't know. It, it, I feel like when they're like 30, 20, 30 bucks, I'll get it. I'll grab it. Cause I feel like it's a remakes. I don't, I don't want to pay $50 for that. I don't.
1: They also like, came out kind of janky too. I hear that like the that's pretty much been me lately, man. Let the launch version come out broken yep. and fix it and then let we'll you buy try. It I'll
2: let Tricky try it first. That's my new that's right. theory. I'll let y'all it's beta tri- test everything It's for Like me. Tricky, <laughs> you can beta test all the games for me and tell that's me if they're right. good.
1: Yeah. It's, and it's, then it's, they'll be like,
2: You're not supporting the developer.
1: No, I can't because the developers keep sending broken games and until yeah, they stop I, sending broken games consistently across the industry. I'm not buying your freaking games, Brandon. I'm not bu- You're I bullshit. Didn't, I didn't buy the portal brand new. Like, I'm going to wait. Like, I'm waiting, You told me about wait.
2: this stick drift. I'm waiting. I'm gonna, I'll yeah. wait a year.
1: Well, that was that was my thing is I didn't pre-order it. I mean, there's more to it than just me waiting. But, like, my my wife says she's going to buy it for me for Christmas, blah, 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 all that stuff. But I'm like, I got to see. I got to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to come out? And it's going to be fine. Because I was reading reviews on it earlier, and it is the same sticks as the Ju- DualSense. So, you know, can it get drift? Hypothetically, yes. So, we'll see. Um... I want to see if spawn
2: wave does. I want to see if spawn wave or um, Wolf Dan do a video where he plays it for like 400 hours in a week just to see if it gets drift. There you go. Because you know he'll do it. Like you know how he leaves the switch on for like ridiculous time to get the burning on his screen.
0: Oh my god! Did you see
2: the video from? Did did you see the most recent one he Uh, did? So it's two years in now, right? And it's like you could see the picture. Like he took a still picture of Zelda, and then what he did is use a turbo controller to press down a button to make it so that. It just stays on. It stays on. And he's had it on for two straight years. That's wild. Yeah. And That's he said crazy. like the battery goes from like 100 to like 70 in like an hour. Because it's been on for that long. So it's like killing the battery because it's just been on for so long. Yeah. I'm like, I'm surprised the battery didn't explode. I'm just I've constantly had, being on.
1: I've had two or three Switch chargers break already. and really? I barely, Yeah. Like Nintendo I barely branded ones? Yeah. Yeah yeah huh. i've got i've got it i've got one off-brand one that came with my switch light and it stopped working immediately
2: but yeah Well i wouldn't I, put anything off-brand on a switch just because i don't i don't trust it yeah and i don't want well, to brick my switch
1: well the thing is i got it with my light it just came with it when i bought my switch light um i bought it secondhand i bought it at overstock uh my favorite game store but the thing is, is um do what good game store Yes, great, it's great, it's friggin' love those guys. Uh, but the but like uh, I've had two or three, you know, Nintendo branded Switch chargers just stop working. Like there's no good reason. I don't know. I just it's crazy. I'm down to one left, and I had four switches, and I had four chargers. Not to make not counting off brand chargers. So it's freaking annoying. But do you um,
2: have um do you, so question? And it, I want to ask you: Do you have a charging stand for your PlayStation controllers?
1: Uh yes, I have two. Which I, I will have which three technically. Should, which ones did you pick up? So I have the now we're talking PS5? Yeah, what do you have for your 5, yeah? Yeah, so I have the OEM like the PlayStation branded like okay. like uh little cradle that they sit in. It it's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. same form factor as the console. Um and it just they just sit on it and it How, it, it, how is it? It's, it's great. It's great. I have one for me and I have one for Noah. So um
2: How fast do they charge them? How fast do you? Would you say they charge? I you?
1: mean, it seems pretty fast, but like for me, my gaming is so sporadic and and so inconsistent. Like I just always have them on the dock, and it's like when I come into my office, I grab it, I turn everything on, I play, and if I play long enough to where my controller dies, I've got one charged yeah, and ready. Yeah, you
2: got one. You got one or two already in the cradle, right? And so if you me, got I the got one three, on the side to put in as soon as you pick one out. Correct. That's I've that's got the three same, controllers. That's the same job I have. It's like same. I don't have the cradle, but I have the. I mean, I have a long. Yeah. I bought an eight. Oh
1: nice, nice. I used that one, yeah. So,
2: yeah, I have uh I have three behind my can- I have two behind yeah, I've my got two
1: i and- I got two white ones over there, and then I've got this uh urban camo or the you know the gray camo or whatever. I freaking love this controller. I sold like I said, I sold my black one and our red one. The I grease? bought Noah the light blue mm-hmm. last Christmas. The kind, of,
2: the kind of funny blue.
1: Yeah, the kind of funny blue. I bought him that one, and he's got a his white one that also has uh He's got like a Jurassic Park skin on it, and then oh, nice. for Christmas I got him the, the. I bought him the um the Spider Man one, but yeah, I just used the. I, now I have an off brand dock where it puts the little. We have two of them actually, where you put the little n- little nipple pieces in the the, the USB C port and you put them in upside down and it charges. How is you like that one or no? They're fine. I don't use them. I don't I personally don't use it because I have the cradle. Um, I picked it up for like five bucks at a flea market brand new. Oh, so right. it's just kind of one of those things where I have it if I need it. Noah was using it for a while, but then if you need to sync up your controller or something or plug it in while you're playing. You have to take the piece out, then you can of lose them. Of course, you have and, to
2: take the piece out. Yeah, yeah and I, just, I just, don't, I just don't, I don't like that.
1: Now, for my PS4, I have the 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 OEM Slim Cradle, and it has the little pieces that clip on. They they go into the USB micro, and you just lay it down on the cradle, and it charges them. Oh, nice! And those are awesome. Those are freaking awesome. You can't see it, but there's like a little table behind me, mm-hmm. and I have my PS4 controllers charging there and i've got one over here as well too because i have so many controllers um but yeah i I love that stuff dude i I freaking i just need my controller always sitting on charge ready to go
2: i mean this is i mean this is what i use for my switch
1: now heck yeah dude that's the hori
2: yeah he's a hori split pad pros and Mm -hmm. i i will i will i hated this thing when i got it because i was so used to the grip but when yeah. I got my OLED, the grip didn't fit my OLED anymore. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna test these out because I hate using regular Joy-Cons. One, cause fuck Nintendo, because yeah, I'm not dealing with drift. drift. I'm not no and I'm not supporting that anymore. So I will never buy another pair of Joy-Cons in my life. I'm not supporting that. Nope. Yep. I don't care. I don't care if you give me Fire Emblem themed ones. I'm not buying them. Not. So these I, these are 50 bucks. You can buy them anywhere. And they're great. And the sticks are really nice and they're really quality. D-pad sucks. But most D pads on most, most things e-pads suck. suck. Yeah, most D pads is kind of what you get. But I, I, will, I will swear by these things. Like, and it's like holding an actual controller in your hand. It's, it's this is probably the size of what a portable is anyway.
1: Well, this oh, one. dude, I can't wait! Can't wait. Yeah. So what's crazy is, um, <laughs> like, I bought that Animal Crossing switch, and the the right trigger on the Joy-Con stopped working. What? Just doesn't work. Just doesn't register. That sucks. It's annoying. I hate Joy-Cons. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, no uh, I have no idea. I have four so broken
2: easy. pairs of them in my yep. house. Four.
1: Yep. Yep. Now, I started selling them on eBay because people freaking love them. They'll they'll, they'll the people will people, people collect them. Yes. Like just yes. collect
2: them. They don't use them for anything. They just collect them.
1: Yep. Now, I've picked up a lot of uh I've picked up a lot of um off-brand Joy-Cons accidentally, you know? Like just out game hunting. I've picked up I think four off-brand ones for like a buck a piece, two bucks a piece, like crazy stuff like that, you know. And like, so I have them charged in my room because my wife and I have been playing Super Mario U Deluxe on uh, on the Switch lately.
2: Nice, nice. That's a really good game. Uh, a lot of people hated that game when it first came out on the uh, the Wii so, or the Wii U. It's
1: pretty decent. It's pretty decent on the uh, on the Switch, man. I gotta say, uh, and the fact that my wife is all about it makes me all about it. So we've been playing some Switch. I mean, but, when you can
2: share when you can share your love or your hobby with somebody, it makes it that much more enjoyable, man.
1: I'm saying, dude, 100 it it. does. I'm here for it. So, um, but yeah, dude. So that's uh, we got really down a tangent on all that stuff. So yeah, played a bunch of games, uh, <laughs> enjoyed some stuff. So let's, um, yeah. Oh, I was in the middle actually of the leaderboards. So real fast, let me wrap this up. So we got MZ in third place uh, playing some Road Trooper Redux. Uh, We got Corey, the Grounded Gamer, in fourth place. He's uh, got 39 trophies. He's tied with Goth Girl Maxine with 39 trophies. Now, uh, Goth Girl Maxine, uh, her bio on True Trophy says, check out my YouTube One-Up Wonders. Now, I feel like Goth Girl Maxine has changed her name recently. Because I remember seeing One at Wonders before. At least I thought I did. So I went and looked up One at Wonders. And it's a trophy hunting, trophy guide, walkthrough uh, YouTube page. And I was like, awesome. Oh, cool. So I went on X and messaged Goth Girl Magazine to see if uh, she would like to be on the show to talk about her YouTube channel, making guides, and all that good stuff. So we will see. If I'm not mistaken, seems like she may or may not be from the UK. So that might work out perfect. Uh, sixth place, a lot. 37 trophies playing some Immortals Phoenix Rising. I'm going to leave it at that one.
2: I got to go play that game. I have to play that game still.
1: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, Alright, so Joe, the thing that really got you and I kind of got our gears going and talking this morning is the PlayStation Portal. Now, the reviews are out. The PlayStation Portal should be in people's hands tomorrow as of this time as of us recording. This episode's going to go live you know, next Monday. So it's going to be out for a little while. Um, yeah, tricky,
2: tricky. You'll probably have it tomorrow. So I'll know, I'll know if it's good by tomorrow.
1: Heck yeah. So I was reading some of the reviews. I saw one from IGN. I saw one from push square and it seems like the consensus is it's about an eight to an 8.5 that it's great that it is, you know, built for a certain use case for sure. Uh, but definitely seems to be pretty decent and uh, people are starting to dig it. And I saw a comment earlier, so I got I to gotta read this one out for you. It says they should have called it the dad station, in quotations. You want to know why this thing is sold out everywhere? Because fathers all over pre-ordered this thing to finally play their games when their family takes over their TV. And that right there is the best explanation for why this thing is sold out and who this is for, because that is me. I cannot wait to get my hands on the PlayStation portal, the dad station portal, so that uh, so I can play my games without having to worry about people on the TV. That's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting right there. So what that's do you a, think, Joe?
2: Sound estimation of why people want to pre-order this thing. It's like, hey, do you like gaming? Hey, do you like watching TV? Yeah, you can do both now.
1: Hmm. Hmm. And do you like gaming? Well, like with a PlayStation Five controller on a screen that's not your phone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyone- I don't
2: want calls interrupting my place. Gosh, gaming. dude, it
1: drives me crazy. Even not at night. Even at night, dude. Like you have to like remember Next to message. go and. Yeah, you got to turn notifications off. Like, I, I was laying in bed and it was one night when, like, some of the Facebook groups I'm in were popping off. And I'm like, God, dog it, man. Like, <laughs> you guys just keep popping notifications on there. And then if I'm in the middle of doing something and you go to swipe it up so the notification gets out of the way and you accidentally click into it, then it goes into the notification, kicks you out of your game. Then you got to reconnect. But if you're upstairs, at least for me, if you're upstairs and you get disconnected, sometimes it's annoying to reconnect. A remote play, so you got to go back. I got to get out of bed and go downstairs to reconnect. So I'm like, "F this, I'm not doing it."
2: That's I'm not doing world problems right there.
1: It's annoying world problems, and, and I'm sick and tired of being annoyed. So <laughs> that's me. I'm all for this thing. I can't wait. And again, some of the reviews that I was reading got me, re- excuse me, really excited because I'm like, "Man, seems like this thing is is going to be good quality." And that's all I care about is if it's good quality.
2: Honestly, I feel like this is this is worldwide Jimmy Ryan's uh, parting gift to us.
1: Yep,
2: he's like, here, this is what this is this is the big gift, guys. This is what you've been waiting for,
1: dude. As yep, sure enough. Um, <laughs> so uh, Gareth just posted the Push Square article in the Trophy Looting podcast group, mm-hmm. and um, looks like Duplex is going to jump in there and get one now. So this is oh, this is cool, man. Cool. This is it's good to see. And the thing is, it i dude, I'm. I think it looks amazing. Like seeing all these pictures of it now and seeing it in the wild, and just like, I mean, it's a nice looking little screen to sit there and play games. And there, I can already think of some just bangers that I'm going to try out, you know, using this thing. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty freaking stoked.
2: Yeah. I heard the, the, uh, Corey was telling me like the latency is like less than a second.
1: Heck yeah, dude. So. Yeah, and it's like uh yeah, Push Square on their uh, on their review of it. They've got a nice little video of them using it and just kind of like seeing everything. It's 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 dope, man. It's dope. And ap- apparently once you connect it, it's it's pretty pretty solid. But seeing it in people's hands like it's large, dude. So I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm all for this. I'm hoping that my wife's going to get me mine sooner rather than later, but we will see. Mm-hmm we will see i mean I it's like sold to...
2: out everywhere like when i went yep. to go try and find one the other day i was like oh man it's literally sold out you
1: we'll, you we'll see if there's thing. any in the wild tomorrow so that's
2: what i'm gonna do i'm gonna try and track one down tomorrow
1: i've actually got a side job i gotta do tomorrow something completely not mortgage related so and uh for a for little bit of cash money so who knows i might treat myself
2: treat yourself I might treat
1: myself but yeah so that's pretty exciting man seeing these come out i can't wait to do a full-on podcast about my hands-on with it i'm pretty stoked when i don't know when that's gonna be but uh i'm pretty my wife had asked me yesterday she's like what was it that thing that you wanted <sighs> i'm like uh the playstation portal baby. psp let's go you gotta get it that's the psp that's 3. really
2: cool it's basically just psp it's it's the yep. new psp
1: it is the new PSP, so I'm, I'm very excited. So, um, Joe, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about the PSP before we jump into something else, or are you pretty much in the same boat as me? Can't wait to get my hands on it.
2: I mean, I can't wait to get my hands on that thing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna yep. be dope. Like it's, 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 it's a gamer's dream to be able to play something as cool as a PS5 in your hands, and not have to worry about like, oh, like I gotta be connected to a, an iPad or whatever. Like it's, I could just play this freely on a free device. I wish it was native. Like I wish you could download games to it. That's my only issue with it. Yeah. Is I really wish you could just download games to it. But I understand yep. why you can't, because you'd need like ridiculous amount of space on that thing just to be able to download anything to it. Yep. And it keeps the cost down.
1: Yep. So. I get it. I, and I understand that too. And for me, like I as the a resident Vita fan in the in the world, like uh, dude. Being able to download stuff native and turn this into a, essentially a PS a portable PS4, P, portable PS5. That would be absolutely amazing. Uh, but for what it is being marketed as and what it seems to be doing, I'm here for it and I want it. I need it in my hand. So now typically what I've been doing, Joe, on these, uh, these episodes of the podcast is I've been doing pickups and kind of showing off like things that I've, I've picked up and done lately. Nice. So, uh, we're gonna unless you have something cool you really want to show off. I'm gonna skip pickups and we're gonna do one more topic before we get out of here.
2: That's cool. I mean, if you want to do pickups, I'm I'm more than welcome to sit through your pickups. Like
1: I'll I'll wait till next week because I've got some uh, I've got some more stuff that I'm trying to get my hands on. I did I did have one crash and burn man. I had a deal set up. It was a PS3, twelve games for fifty bucks, four controllers. Okay. And I was all about it, dude. And there was about four games in the lot that I didn't own already. Well, we are they? like Nothing crazy. Let me pull it up. I'll look at my little message right now. The the lady sold it out from under me. which is, It's fine. It kind of happens. But she didn't really uh, respond to me. You know, I was like, hey. So um, I'll just read out everything that was in there. And I'll tell you what I didn't have, right? So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 and whatever. Uh, God of War Ascension, I've got it. Uh, God of War 3, so it was Black Flag, Assassin's Creed 3. Motorsports Adrenaline, I didn't have this game. Nice. Never played Motorsports Adrenaline. Don't know if it's good or not. Uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 10, don't have that one. But I don't seek out sports games unless they're just in a bundle. Okay, yeah,
2: but it's in the bundle and you pick it up. You pick it up, you know.
1: Correct, absolutely, and I've got a ton of sports games from doing that. All right, um, so NHL 2K9 don't have that one. So hey, whatever. Now this one right here, it's NCAA football, but I can't tell if it's thirteen or fourteen. Okay, because there's uh, a sticker. Uh,
2: Thirteen's worth a shitload of money. Fourteen, not so much.
1: No, fourteen is the fourteen. Oh, oh like,
2: so 14's the one that's yeah. worth. That's the last yeah. one. Yeah.
1: 13 so, so I much. couldn't tell. It looks like it's fourteen, but. I couldn't see it because the GameStop stickers in the way. Isn't and, fourteen uh, the
2: one with the? Isn't fourteen the one with the Michigan player on it?
1: Yep, yep, that's the one that's worth like a 100, 150 bucks. So, I've sold that game so many times, man. Like that's a, that's an easy, uh, easy flip right there. Now, I'll, I will say three out of these four controllers are busted. Like two of them are missing the grip on the thumbstick. One of them, the thumbstick's limp, so surely that one's broken. So it looks like. Actually, looks like that fourth one might actually have a torn thumbstick too. So it looks like all four of these controllers are probably busted, anyways. But the mm-hmm. games, what I was after, so um, Dead Rising Two, Off the Record. I don't have that one. That one's hard to find well. physical. Yep, uh, I, I only don't have that. Got a one.
2: small print run. Uh, yeah, it's a good game though. I have it. I have it digitally.
1: So I was I was excited to get that I one. I only bought I uh, only
2: bought the first one physical because I love the first game, so I had to have it physically. I, I wanted you.
1: to own it. So gotcha. Uh Battlefield Hardline. I don't have that one on PS3 either. So holy dang. I know this was a nice it would have been a nice little stack for the collection and I could have flipped the console to pay for everything. And potentially that uh so here's another one I didn't have that Bellator MMA game. I've never played that one. No, yeah, well, it's trash. I played a little bit of it. I didn't love it, but I don't have it. So I was like, man, this there's there's a handful of games in here that I really could have benefited from 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 having. Um, And then it was uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC, two games that that don't have artwork. So who even knows? They were mystery games. They probably could have been bangers, but I'll never know because I didn't get the bundle. She sold it. Um, WWE 2K16. Now, I own the game physically, but my disc does not read no matter what console I play it on. And it doesn't look, it's not in bad shape. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know why my disc doesn't read, but I tried to play it one day just for to get the trophies in it. Cause I and I, I really liked 2K16 and couldn't mine doesn't work, so that was a bummer. So then you had Madden 25, Lego, DC, Superheroes 2, and NCAA 2012. So again, I got those and they're not great games. But yeah, for 50 bucks, dude, that would have been a friggin' steal. But unfortunately, someone beat me to the punch. And it was awesome because it was it was buried in a post. And it was called Cleaning Purge.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was somebody just purging and getting rid of a bunch of stuff.
2: That's crazy, so, man.
1: Yep. But hey, it is what it is. You win some, you lose some. So I didn't get that one. But I was really excited to try it. I mean, I was, there's been another one, too. There's another marketplace deal I got going on right now for four or five Vita games. But this dude will not freaking sell them to me like we made a deal we had a time and to to meet up and he just won't he won't respond i'm just like come on man let's go let's freaking let me let me buy these games off you a bunch of five dollar Vita games the walking he just, dead
2: he just wouldn't and he just wouldn't sell to you
1: just it just he won't respond like we we had a time to get together like last monday and he just like yeah um let's let's do five o'clock instead of four and then never responded to me when i said okay you just tell me where i'll meet you there <laughs> nothing and then they're still listed right i've made offers on all of them he's accepted my offers but they're he won't ship them so we have to go meet up but dude soul sacrifice five bucks sonic all-star racing five bucks walking dead five bucks couple sports mm-hmm. games five dollars each nice for, for for you know for the uh, the vita uh, so frustrating there. So, and you said so not, yeah. And so you said
2: they weren't. And you said they weren't expensive.
1: No, no, no. It was um, don't five bucks each. I mean, you can't beat that. But unfortunately, you know, it's like so. A lot of my pickups that I that I would be like, oh yeah, let me show these off. Uh I had they just kind of crashed and burned. So I'm gonna save the stuff that I got for next week's recording. So that way I can maybe pile it up, make it, make it a good fun segment. So the last thing I want to talk about real quick, Joe, before we get out of here is we got the game awards coming up, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we got game awards. We saw the nominees, they got posted yesterday. Um, we're not going to do a big prediction show. We're not going to do anything crazy like that because you know, there's no telling when the next time you and I are going to be able to get together, but I just kind of wanted to know your high level thoughts. Like what did you think about the the nominees and what do you think about, uh, most specifically the game of the year category.
0: Oh, I mean, we talked
2: about this a little bit. Um, I'm very shocked uh, with game of the year. I'm kind of. It's interesting where the industry is right now, especially with Microsoft buying everything and still not being able to like grab any foothold in the industry at all. It's actually quite poetic and funny, and just because <laughs> thinking thinking that you can buy your way to the top is just not. It's not what you can do in the gaming industry, and it's it's beautiful to see.
1: It's watching wild. them
2: f- watching them continue to fall on their face over and over again is actually, it's quite pleasant. And I'm not trying to be a fanboy. It's just like, I can't stand people who try to buy their way to the top. It's like the most asinine thing you can do in life. Just because you have money doesn't mean you're the best. Just means you yep. can buy. Just means you can buy stuff.
1: We can all spend money. Yeah, look at
2: I mean, I'm a Mets fan, so I know what buying the stuff and not winning anything feels like, so I feel like Microsoft's like the Mets of like the gaming industry. It's like, you just keep buying shit, but you don't know what you want to do with the shit you're buying and... Uh, I don't know. And that whole like mess with Call of Duty and them being that's the publisher just, on the no, back of the box. Of and like that's wild to me. And then they were like, oh yeah, we didn't have any of this planned. Bullshit. So now... Now it's like, okay, so did Microsoft pull the trigger and make it so they had to make this all DLC and it wasn't Activision? We'll never know because no one's ever going to re like the only person who- I-, I could see like Bobby Kotick like coming out like and doing like a tell all when he gets out of there about like this oh, whole yeah. acquisition phase and like what this was all like to have like done to his company because he doesn't give a shit. He's going to get his golden parachute and get out scot free. Right. So, right. I mean, which is disgusting to say the least, but. That whole that whole thing was, like, mind-blowing. It's like, okay, so you're the publisher? How's that work since you had nothing to do with this game at all? Yeah. Like, you just yeah. bought a company, which you didn't even own at the time, so how can you be a publisher of something you didn't own at the time?
1: Not only that, but, like, it literally cleared just days before the game came out yep
2: yep, yep 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 so the awesome. boxes were made like months in advance so like did they know this was going to go through were uh-huh. they just like hey we're just going to take a gamble on this if it doesn't go through we're just going to have to recall these boxes and push back the release date like
1: or they printed both
2: no yeah and it's like pre- super bowl. it's like super bowl t-shirts you just print yep, the winners yep, and the losers and
1: we just sell the winners yep so what's uh what's crazy So, so is- all
2: those th- all those like terrible boxes go to third world countries Probably <laughs> <laughs> they're getting the Call of Duty boxes that like Activision still owns it in the back.
1: Yeah, or they or they uh, they buried them beside ET. So check this out.
2: Wait, wait, wait hold uh, wait, wait, wait real quick. So how do you feel about not having a platinum on this Call of Duty game because uh, it's DLC?
1: It, well, here's the thing the PS4 version does. Really? Mm-hmm. The wait. PS4 version has a platinum. The PS5 version is attached to the DLC.
2: This is dumb. This makes no sense now. This is Which not actually, logical. Let's
1: see if that's live. Because that was all said before. Let's see if that's actually a real. Cause I think I it is
2: I think it is because I, I could have sworn that when my friend was playing it, he was like, yes, this is actual
0: DLC. It's not. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Because the Trevi's been live for a little bit. I don't see him on here. Yeah, can't a
2: plat- you can't you can't add a platinum, so like that's not something you can do to a so DLC. With- DLCs can't add platinums. So yeah,
1: so the PS4 version has a platinum. I, I, I don't understand. Like I, I, it makes you wonder if that was a mistake. But, it but it sick, it's
0: still well, it's
2: still like it's still you can get a PS4, PS5 version, right? So it doesn't really matter. Like you can still get a platinum for this game. You just got to buy the. You just got to play the shittier 30 frames per second version. Correct. Good luck with that. Very interesting. And it, so. it's very
1: interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just so it's so funny because I um so I I started and so I have went away from Twitter whenever Twitter was doing all the banning, you know, people and you know, conservative hater stuff or whatever. I was just like, I don't want to really I mean, I hate all social media, but like I didn't really use it anyways. Um and it was just a loop rose account. And so uh here recently I I started an X for my YouTube channel, just kind of post the videos out there and to message people about interviewing them and talking to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I went on there and followed the Game Awards and just like the general gaming stuff that I would normally follow with the uh, with everything. And so I was in the thread about the nominees and the Xbox, you know, crowd was just in there just wailing because they're so mad, saying Starfield got screwed or whatever. And I'm just reading and they're like. This one dude posted, he said, Xbox had 14 first-party games released this year, and they got no spots in Game of the Year. And I was watching people kind of argue back and forth. I was like, wait a second, 14 games. I remember Redfall, you know, at one point in time was the worst-rated game of the year. And mm-hmm. I remember Starfield, okay? Mm-hmm. We just looked it up, 83 on Metacritic. I remember Hi-Fi Rush, but even that, I believe, was still in the eights, right? Like, I don't believe that was... Uh, it was a hidden gem. Hey, 87. Yeah. Like the thing came out in January. It was not, you know, we didn't expect that. And it was, you know, diamond in the rough. Awesome. And then I was like, what else was it? And people are like call of duty and all this stuff and Diablo and everything. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> they bought like that company, but that's a whole transaction been in limbo. You don't get to just claim that as first party releases. Because the deal closed before the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? Like those are (laughs) those are still technically, you know, old hat. Not only that, but like Uh, whether they're good or bad, you know, you don't get to go. Like, let's say those are those are mines now. And what's crazy is (laughs) this is this is Xbox bad luck. That freaking Call of Duty has a fifty five, a fifty five, (laughs) like. Like, how could you like want to claim that? <laughs> I would be like, nah, man, that's it. That's a, it's got a 62 on Series X, a 53 on PC, and a 55 on PS5. Whoa. Which the 62 on Xbox, there's only seven critical reviews. PC has 14 critical reviews. Uh, PS5 has 42 critical reviews. And we're not even talking about user reviews. User reviews, it's a 1.7. Uh- Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3. That's a 1.7 based on 800 <laughs> reviews. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That's what freaking crazy. Like I wouldn't to want to claim I wouldn't want my name anywhere near that. I, like you couldn't, couldn't
2: have to do a nice set of people.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's like it just like this whole thing comes in and they they got their name on the uh, as the publisher and it's like you just claimed one of the worst scoring games of the year. Like you had Redfall you didn't think that was bad enough, so it's like, now you're claiming Call of Duty, which Call of Duty should never ha- be in the, in the bottom rung. Yeah, dude, Call of Duty is lower than Redfall. Redfall is a 56.
0: Bro. <laughs> they just can't, they can't win, bro. They can't. They Red can't win. Fan, I,
1: don't got- believe, I don't believe that there's an, a bias against Xbox, you know, personally.
2: Uh, but I, mean, I I feel I feel like not in the way that people think that there is. No, right. No, I don't think there is.
1: Right. So I'll put it. To you, so so the user score on Metacritic for Redfall is a three point five based on eleven hundred fifty six reviews. Call of Duty has almost that many and it's a one point seven. 55 on that. That's crazy. That's freaking crazy. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, getting back to just the conversation at hand, seeing the Xbox community on social media. Now I know that social media doesn't represent real life. So I don't believe for a second that that's like the real people out there. It's the freaking, you know what I'm saying? Neck beards out there supporting their, their brand. Uh, But dude, just seeing that they, they didn't make it into that conversation for game of the year. It's, I mean, that's telling you know you got no presence in there
2: it's kind of disgusting it's like how can you not be nominated for game of the year when that's like your game of the year like that is that's that was supposed to be the game of the year that was supposed to be the mecca that was supposed to be the like it man the game is so disappointing on so many levels because not only is it not nominated for game of the year it's not even like in the realm and resident evil which is a remake got nominated over you how do you feel yeah. like how would you feel or like alan wake which like i think a lot of people bitch about alan wake they're like okay well you know it's a great game but there's not a lot of combat this time it's a lot of puzzle solving it's a beautiful game but you know it's not the alan wake I- it's not my Alan wake is what people are saying and i'm like i get it like a lot of people are upset because it doesn't play like the first game at all in terms of like, there's a lot more like puzzle solving, a lot less combat, but a lot of people hated the combat in the first game, like hated it.
1: I thought it was interesting. I, I liked it. Um, yeah. So right now on Metacritic based on 67 reviews, it's got a 87 on Metacritic and a user score of 8.8 8 with 1,252 reviews. So
2: that's pretty good.
1: If I It's got, it's got the most reviews at anything we've talked about so far. And it is it's pretty favorable. So, I mean, if you look at it from a Metacritic point... Now, again, I don't think Metacritic is the end-all be-all. <clears throat> but if you look at it from Metacritic's perspective, yeah, um, Starfield, you just got edged out. You got edged out by uh, Legend of Zelda. You got edged out by Mario Wonder. You got edged out by Spider-Man. Let's see what Spider-Man is on there, because I think it was close. It's got to be high. But
2: then again, I know a lot of people are... are shitting on spider-man because it's not it's not I mean, what it's they got want bugs it to
1: be. yeah spider-man too but it's cat, not what they want
2: it to be it's not you know
0: it's not drop dead game of the year because why is it not popping up on
1: metacritic why are you being stupid uh, here we go real time spider man 2
0: all right, you know what? Metacritic is broken. I'll try one more time. Nope.
1: <laughs> it refuses to bring up Spider Man 2 no matter how I type it, no matter how I spell it, no matter.
2: <laughs> it's Marvel <laughs> Spider Man 2, I think.
1: I put Spider Man 2 and it brought up WWE 2K 22.
2: No, I think it's called Marvel Spider
1: Man 2. Yeah, I brought it up. It's, it, yeah, it's not. It's not just. <laughs> it's got a ninety. You know. Okay, so here you go. One hundred and forty-six critical reviews. It's got a ninety. All right, okay. and a you uh, a user score based off of six thousand four hundred eighty reviews. Nine point one. Hmm. Tears of the Kingdom has a ninety-six based on one hundred and fifty-two reviews okay and a user score of 8.3 with 11,167 reviews wow that's the most so far uh, that we've seen on there so let's see what Baldur's Gate 3 is Uh, the thing about it is this is like I mean from a just a general like review oh actually you know what what did I what we say Starfield was an 83 I mean, it's got ten thousand nine hundred seventy-four user reviews, but it's a seven. So even though it's up there in the conversation as far as review, the amount of re- reviews, it's okay. up there with um, Legend of Zelda. Like it's it's nowhere near it's score wise. It's a thirteen-point difference. So they yeah. Starfield's got an eighty-three based on ninety critical reviews. So more okay. outlets reviewed it, and it has less favorable score than anything else in. That's being talked about. So, I mean, it it is what it is. I guess my point is I haven't played Starfield, so I can't have an opinion on it, you know? It doesn't look like something I'd be interested in. I don't like Bethesda games to begin with, so it's not for me. But just seeing like what's out there, the reception of it, how it's been reviewed. And I've listened to some deep dives on it. You know, I listened to um, Sacred Symbols, and they had the uh, Defining Duke crew get on there, and they talked about Starfield, seven episodes, essentially, of Starfield Talk. And, you know, even listening to those guys go through all the motions, you know, like everyone says, the first five hours is awful. It's like so boring and so slow. It's not like what you expect. So even listening to the Xbox podcasts and I, and I listened to the X One Bros as well and they talked about it and it seems like by the end everyone loves it. That's but, cool. You know I'm going to sign up for
2: a thing that sucks for the first through 30 hours.
1: Well, you know I, I'll, I'll liken it to Days Gone. Days yeah, Gone is. I
2: still felt like that game was fun. Like no is. matter what I did in that game, I still felt like I was having a good time, Daryl. I it is. don't feel like I. I never at one point playing Days Gone was like man you know what? This sucks. Like,
1: I, I agree with you. and I'm only using that as a point of comparison because that game really ticks up at the 30 hour mark, <laughs> the 25, 30 hour mark. Um, So in comparison, the beginning of it is slower and not as fun, but that game gets really good later down the road. So I'm not saying that it's equivalent, you know, it's a one-to-one, but I am saying that like, there are some games that like they get better, And it changes your perception of the game by the end, and I would argue that Days Gone would be the equivalency, or at least close enough for a PlayStation. But again, I haven't played Starfield, so I don't know who am I. But I just think that's interesting that the the nominees. So, who do you think is going (sighs) to win?
2: Baldur's Gate.
1: Me too, actually. It's crazy because I thought Legend of Zelda had it nailed, had it like as a shoe in, and then when Baldur's Gate came out it people have just not stopped talking about it like not stopped
2: I know Corey's put about like 200 something hours into that game and he's not stopping and he can't wait till I get it he's like oh you're gonna get it for Christmas right I was like yeah he's like we're playing it like you me Brandon and my wife are gonna play it as soon as I get it as a four person team and like you could play it like with people so like it's even more enjoyable that way than it is. And you can play the full game by yourself or you can play with a group of people and it just changes the experience. And there's just so many different ways you can play it or experience it. And I think like it's so different. Like Zelda was like more of the same, but like on like a grander scale is kind of what people were telling me. It's like, yeah, you know, it's it is. And I, well, it's not what people were telling me. I played both. So I would say like Legend of Zelda um, Breath of the Wild is more not Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry. Tears of the Kingdom is more Breath of the Wild, but in a in a better way. Same with Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder is a great game. I played a little bit of it. Um, my friends have it, so I played it a little bit, and it, it was fun. But I don't. Again, I even think Starfield could have beat Mario Wonder for a nomination for Game of the Year. The fact that like they didn't get any, like they were like, no, nah, fuck this game, pretty much. And like I said, the dark horse is Resident Evil Four. And I don't think it'll win, but it's it's a great game. It's a great remake.
1: It's a good game. I, I was impressed i really didn't think it was going to be near I, I didn't think you could make it as good as the original no nah, i'm doing
2: capcom things, bro this is what capcom's
1: on another level right now man i'm i'm just breathing it all in let's just they take have it not all in
2: stopped since resident evil 7 they have just been on this this ride man like no yep. hit after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit and yeah. everyone said that they were dead when they released like when they when they released Street Fighter Five and it was a broken mess and then mm-hmm. you know Resident they did, Evil uh, Resident Resident six, Resident 6 wasn't was love. bomb and yeah. then they got Monster Hunter they got Street Fighter now they have mm-hmm. uh, Mega
1: Man collections Mega
2: Man collections Resident Evil like yep. all that That's stuff good, is good. hitting like non-stop
1: and then they put put out Exo Primal Exo Primal and so I like, haven't even
2: played yet, but I heard. Yeah, I heard it's I, awesome. I,
1: have, I haven't played it either, but everyone's like, "Oh, okay, it's not terrible." And they were smart; they put it on Game Pass, so it's like you got a built-in, you know, user base to where you can't necessarily lose. You know, it's like uh,
2: now is that is that game cross-platform? Is it I gotta be
1: honest; I don't know.
2: I hope it is because yeah. that would be really cool.
1: Because then you really
2: have a built-in audience that you wouldn't lose.
0: Are you looking it up?
1: So, Exoprimal. Got a sixty-seven critically.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So yeah, it looks like um, not, not everything great.
2: Eighties and nineties, you know.
1: Yep. What's weird is so I got a seventy-two on Xbox, sixty-seven on PlayStation. Interesting. Interesting. But who were the big ones? So I'm looking to see who the big one, big big reviewers were. Push Square gave it a seven. Twinfinite okay. gave it a seven. Let's see. IGN gave it a
0: 69.
1: 69. Uh, so, I another IGN gave it a six. Because, you know, they got different IGNs all over the place.
2: Yeah. Yeah, IGN Europe. You got Joe Scribbles. Yeah, we got to get it in <laughs> what,
0: Europe or whatever where the hell he's at.
1: Yep. Let's see here. Game Informer gave it an eight. Xbox Achievements gave it a seven.
0: When does central give it a six.
1: So yeah, not, I mean, not great, you know, not, not, not what you would expect. Um, IGN, IGN, like the American IGN gave it an eight, but they, they reviewed it on PC. So that's kind of annoying too. Also trying to jump between which version, which platform people reviewed it on.
2: Yeah. That, I, I like what they make it kind of transparent. They're like, Oh yeah, we reviewed it on this. Okay. So go play it on this. Cause you know, this yep. is where, you know, we know it's going to work and where, you're going to get the most bang for your buck. But sometimes yep. they don't tell you that. It's like, oh, okay. So where did you review this?
1: Yeah. So that's another thing too. That's another game I'm waiting to pick up. And I want to get that one for me and my oldest to play together. But that was one of those games that I'm like, you know what? I'll wait and see how this is. It looks fine, but I, it's not like my style. You know what I'm saying? And uh Yeah. They were smart. You know, Capcom's like, hey, they're always trying these weird multiplayer games and these weird shooter style games. It's just like, let's just, we really want to get in the space. And this time, just like they've done with some of their other Resident Evil titles, their spinoffs, throw it on a stream, throw them on one of the services. You know, you can play Umbrella, Umbrella Core on PlayStation Premium, or at least you could. So I
2: think you still can. I think you still can.
1: More, light, right? I, have, I have it. I got the Platinum, bro. I ain't.
2: Oh, no, you did? You did?
1: dude that was a that was a great 80 hours yes umbrella Umbrella is one of those games that i platinum that like i found a group of resident evil fans all wanting to grind out and boost the trophies together and we got to know each other and had a blast and it was awesome so that's one of those games that like the experience was so positive that even though the game wasn't great it completely like just made the experience so much better
2: oh that's like playing uh Like Contra, that new Contra game, that game is dog shit, but like playing it with like Cory and stuff is fun. The game's not very good,
1: not at all. So, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was decent. So, but hey, I appreciate your time, Joe. We went way longer than I expected, which I mean, yeah, same here, but you know what?
2: When you get together, you know, (laughs) just we can just talk for hours. So,
1: there you go. Well, hey, that, that actually, I needed that. I helped me clear my head. I'm gonna get back to work spend the rest of the day and into the evening chipping away at this uh
2: i gotta go this project i'm working to on. work too i totally forgot i had some stuff to do that i have to go handle as well so
1: heck yeah, yeah. well hey thanks great for coming with on. you
2: um it's I and mean, listeners i hope you enjoy this you know it's been it's been a it's been a nice month off and uh come check me out on the uh wrestling tornado i believe there it's uh hunter houston esgs hunter
1: night. houston esg yeah
2: Yeah, you know, I should be able to say the name of the fucking podcast. I'm on it. Um, So so go check us out there. Um, Yeah, I I enjoy doing the show Um, for wrestling fans. It's really like a 30 minute bite sized show. We try not to make it any longer than 30 minutes. Sometimes we lie and we go an hour because we just get into topics. And uh,
0: yeah, hey, I'd
2: love to have you on sometime if you can ever spare uh, some time at night to to jump on with us. Uh,
1: The evenings are hard. It would have to be super late. So just because well, we, we don't
2: record till like 10 o'clock at night so
1: so I, I guess i did the um channel three podcast the other night at 11 on a sunday night that worked out really great mm. but it's just because everything we do is in the evenings and right now all the sports and the, and stuff it's great church and everything's just we go long we go hard in the paint as they say but yeah we were trying to do 30 <laughs> minutes today and here we are almost two hours deep <laughs> listen
2: family is important Yep. Spend time with your family, people. It's very They're not
1: gonna, those kids are only going to be little for a short amount of time, man. And so I got to make sure I'm milking every second I can with them.
2: Yeah, my so, daughter will be home soon. We're going to finish that LOL game. We're going to start up PJ Mask today. I'm excited.
1: I've got it downloaded. Excited. excited. I, I did, think she's played I had, a bunch
2: of levels already.
1: I had Paw Patrol downloaded, but I read that like it overheats your PlayStation. What? Yeah, it's very poorly optimized. Dude, speaking of overheating, I gotta say this real fast before I get out of here. Spider-Man 2 overheats my PlayStation so much, it drives me freaking insane. The final cutscene after mm-hmm. the credits rolled, like the 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 end credit scene, overheated my, my PlayStation and shut it down completely. What? Dude, I, and my PlayStation is out in the open. It's, it's you know, they say get it 12 inches off of the Listen, Off mine's like Sauron's I got, tower. I got I got 19 inches out. of venom back there. You know what I'm saying? Listen, my
2: Sauron's tower is sitting nice. It's just you can see the eye of Sauron. I honestly want to get an eye of Sauron sticker for mine, just like plat. Yeah, just just put it right on there. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude, it looks it, like
1: it's so annoying, man. It, that freaking game, like, is the like. There's one other game that, un, that overheated my PlayStation to the point of shutting it down, and that was um that little World War One game that that Colin Moriarty was talking about. That's like a free to play one hour platinum. I downloaded it, turned it on, like loaded the main menu, and it shut my play. It, it said my PlayStation was overheated and shut it down. But it, I didn't even play Jeez. anything. I didn't even do anything. So like, it's not that the games are overheating the PlayStation, and it's not my PlayStation's dirty because I've taken it apart and I vacuumed it and I've cleaned it. Like my stuff is clean and it's way out in the open. It's that these freaking idiots don't know how to optimize their games anymore, and it's annoying. It's freaking annoying, dude. Why well, does a how does a cutscene? How can you play a game in sixty frames, doing all kinds of crazy stuff on the screen? Doesn't overheat your PlayStation, but the end credit scene overheats your PlayStation. Something's not right. If that's a bug,
2: yeah, that, so. that sounds really weird. Uh, that sounds really abnormal. Like I never had anything like that happen on my PlayStation Five yet. I haven't had it overheat yet. I've had it come close. Like it definitely got hot, and you could definitely hear it when it gets hot. It does that like, like rah, does like the PS4 thing? Where well, like, I don't tell of, like, you. A rock
1: Mine'll it'll minus out the game and say, hey bro, it's getting hot in here. So I but I've got like a little fan. <laughs> I put the fan on on the like I've got it blowing on me right now, but I put it on beside the PlayStation and just had it blowing on my PlayStation. Like, come on. Like, let me play Spider-Man without being interrupted. I got interrupted three times with overheating issues. Two that shut it down completely.
2: Well you finished the game?
1: Yeah, I beat the game. It was really good.
2: Yeah, I just I, so I keep hearing. I, I... I wanna like block out some time to actually like sit down and just blast through it. Cause like I don't wanna that I wanna play like uninterrupted, like I played Miles Morales. I beat Miles Morales in like almost two sittings. I just yep. blasted it through it. Like it's such a fun game.
1: Yeah. We did it in essentially two weekends. Um, just passing the controller, me and the boys. And um the so tradition continues. Yo, dude, that's how we roll, man. Like we we blocked out some time for this one and just being yeah, pa I mean, the thing is we had like games and sporting events and family events and church and everything too. So like it might have took us three weeks, but either way, like, we blocked out like time and stayed up super late. You know, what I'm saying two in the morning, passing out in the chairs. So it was good. It was it was a fun time, dude. It's a really great game. Um, there's some story beats that are really amazing. There are some there is some Marvel Bullcrap in there, and there's some Kathleen Kennedy bullcrap in there where he's just like, Oh, we're going to the Pandaverse now.
2: Panderverse.
1: <laughs> Did you watch that? <laughs>
2: I have not I have uh Dude so I have Paramount Plus now So I kind of want to watch it Cause I have it
1: It's so funny
2: And Corey said it, it's like The most ridiculous thing you'll watch She's like You gotta watch
1: it, it But it's legit man It's like It they, It just identifies everything That we're seeing in, in movies and TV and stuff And um I mean
2: It's South Park <laughs> They never get anything wrong
1: Dude There's like a Cartman version Of Kathleen Kennedy From Disney oh, <laughs> And her whole geez. shtick is Put a chick in it make her gay it's like, what are we going to do with this new movie? I said, put a chick in it and make her gay. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. You got to watch it, man. But it's like a, Cartman gets swapped into a different universe with a, with a, a black girl version of him. Mm-hmm. And everyone around is like, who's this? And like, this is Cartman. And they're like, oh. And they just like kind of have to go along with it. <laughs> and they're like, why does everybody just openly accept the fact that our Cartman's been swapped with a black woman? And they're like, there's nothing wrong with that. And everyone's just kind of like dancing around the uh, the the elephant in the room is super funny. It's super funny. They were they just outright and then like all the there's like in this universe, mm-hmm. all the men, or actually all the men and women, they like they're completely helpless. They can't fix anything, they can't do anything because they went to college. So now they have to rely on the handy. Oh handymen. my god. And <laughs> this whole thing. Handy men are now billionaires <laughs> and they're on a race. To, to orbit rockets around the world because they're so rich what? bro it, <laughs> I mean, it is so stupid I and i don't watch south it. park i haven't watched south park dude I, like watch it today, s- since man. i was a kid even since i was a teenager or a young adult and i just keep hearing about it and joe rogan and then we're talking about the Panderverse and just like they're talking about like disney replacing characters with different you know check boxes and what have you and they're like like finally someone identified like hey by the way like th- this is weird and this is what it look- this is what it looks like and of course it was South Park doing it so I keep hearing on all these different podcasts where it, like this Pandaverse thing is like really catching on you know <laughs> and so I told my wife, I was like, hey, we, we actually need to watch this. We need to check this out. Well, she was not interested in watching South Park at all. And so I watched it and I laughed my butt off. I was like, dude, this is so funny, but it's it's good. So anyway, check it out. Yeah, check out the Pandaverse. And uh, let's get out of here, man. This is seriously good. We're, 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 we're th- we went three times longer than we we're supposed to.
2: <laughs> eh, it's all good.
1: Uh, I mean, there's, there's no limits. I just was like, hey supposed to be working and stuff sorry right, here we go this has been loot bros podcast thank you joe from the wrestling no Tornado. problem
2: man no problem
1: so uh thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed it leave some feedback i've been putting polls out there and putting the little uh the little spotify options what did you think about this episode so guys leave us some feedback i've really enjoyed listening to podcasts on spotify and leaving ridiculous feedback for people so here's looking at you will i hope that you guys enjoyed my feedback So thank you guys for listening and we will be back in some form or fashion next week with the Loot Bros Podcast and always remember Animes for Pervs.